podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. All right, it's a happy Monday. Uh, yesterday, the Dolphins just pummeled the Rams. That was fun, Lewis. Yes, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of really nice, brutal hits. When is the last time we saw our defense play a game that aggressive? It's been a long time. Uh, Bruce Brothers, maybe. Uh, Offered all used to hit people like that. Um, I'm trying to think of other players. Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas. That defense was pretty strong, too. Um, so probably around that time. You know, I don't know, certain- an awful lot of hard hits in that game yesterday. Yeah. An awful lot. It was really fun to watch our defense on the end of the hitting side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw more brutal hits in that game than I have in a long, long while. In one half, actually. It was it was great to watch. I mean, to me, that's more exciting than an 80-yard touchdown pass. You know, it just I, – I love the, the hits, and it's something they've taken out of the game to a certain point. But uh, yesterday's hits were all legal and clean. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm not sure that that body slam was legal and clean, but uh, the refs didn't seem to be minded to it. Mm-hmm. So I think if that was Tom Brady, there would have been about eight yellow flags on the field. Uh, Probably so. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is. I mean, you know, they miss things from time to time. It seems to be always on our end. It's pretty hard to miss a quarterback being picked up and slammed to the ground. (laughs) It's pretty hard to miss that. I mean, somebody's got to see it. (laughs) I guess so. But, uh, you know, I I think that. Any fan of any team probably does exactly what we do. It's like, why do all the calls go against us? Uh, my brothers are both Viking fans, and that's all I ever hear. Oh, we had so many calls go against us. It was so one-sided. So, I mean, you know, we look at things, you know, as fans, and of course, we're always going to go in the direction to where, you know, we're always getting ripped off in regard to refereeing. So well, that's how you view the game. You view it through your lens. And uh, if you're a Dolphin fan, you want that called. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I, I say it over and over again. The good teams overcome bad calls and or, or missed calls, and uh-huh. uh, yeah, I agree. we prevailed. So there you have it. All right. Let me talk a little bit about uh, some of the interesting numbers of the game. Uh, okay. The Rams outgained us by 326 yards. That's not something you see very often. Uh, they were the second team in NFL history to gain at least 450 yards while allowing less than 150 and lose the game. The only other team to do that was the 2000 New York Jets in Week 17 against the Baltimore Ravens. The Rams ran 92 offensive plays. That's three short of their team record. They held the ball for 36-39, and Miami ran only 49 plays. The four turnovers were the most by any team in a half this season. In those 92 plays, Cooper Cup was targeted 21 times. That, that t- I think that tells you about the effectiveness of the outside corners. You know, they're, they're uh, trying to find a slot guy. Right. Miami's longest play on offense was a 15-yard comeback to Jakeem Grant. Uh, they completed one pass longer than nine yards, and that was the comeback to Grant. 
Miami gained more yardage on the two returns than they had on their entire offense. The fumble return from uh, Van Ginkle was 78 yards, and Grant's punt return was 88. So that was 166 yards when they only had 145 yards on offense. Eric Flowers gave up the sack and the body slam of Tua in one other hurry in the game. Kinley allowed a hurry, Hunt allowed a hit. So at the end of the day, Tua had a sack, a hit, two hurries for four pressures on his 22 dropbacks. He uh, passed for 93 yards and Goff 355. He was 12 of 22 with one touchdown, had three drop passes, two of which were by Williams and one by Gaskin. So, Lewis, what would you like to add to that? (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, the the team's going in the right direction. Um, Every week, they're improving. They've got all the guys on the field. Uh, This is probably one of the few times that they've been completely healthy on the defensive side of the football, and... You know, the results show that. This is what they were trying to do. Uh, you had Van Noy back. You had basically every single element on that defensive side of the football involved in this football game. And that was the key to it. Uh, you know, you've got all your starters. You've got all your guys that are going to be uh, in and out of the game in certain situations. They had every single piece of the puzzle there, and it showed yesterday. You know, once once you have all those pieces, you can implement a defensive scheme that obviously worked. Uh, to your you know, advantage, we, right? <laughs> we talked about this on Wednesday, and I felt that as long as they got pressure on Goff, they were going to win the football game, and and that's exactly what they did. Now, they won the game in a way I didn't expect them to. I never expected them to be completely dominant on that defensive side, but I felt that they could hold their own and the offense would score enough points and we'd squeak this one out. I, I'm not a big fan of Goff. I think that he struggles, and and it showed yesterday when he gets well, We pre- talked about that Wednesday pressure. too. Yeah. Exactly. We talked about that. They threw a lot at him, and a lot of different guys were hitting him or, or – if they weren't hitting him, they were getting close to hitting him. They were him. about to hit him. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, the results were fantastic. I mean, I don't know how many balls they tipped up in the air yesterday, but my goodness, it could have. we had four turnovers. We could have had eight. Yeah. Uh, Van Ginkle dropped one. There were two or three other ones that Row were up in the air. And a row dropped uh-huh. one as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so there were two drops that, that really should have been interceptions. And then there were at least two, three, or four other tips at the line of scrimmage that were just up in the air for a while that, that could have been intercepted. So the defense, you know, as a whole, were just absolutely fantastic yesterday. And going forward, this is a defense that if they, in fact, stay healthy like they were yesterday, could be one of the better defenses in the AFC. And, uh, you know, the Steelers, the Ravens, those type of teams, you know, they play very good defense and they win a lot of football games. So, you know, it shows you what, what a good defense is capable of doing in regards to win and losses. And, and that was the difference yesterday. Now, not to take anything away from their performance, but were you concerned about the amount of yards they gave up? Uh, no, because I th- I think that their strategy in this football game was just crashing in on Goff. It was just that simple. And if they were going to give up a few yards rushing here and there, which they did do. I mean, you know, they gave up uh, well, well over 100 yards rushing, but 
Who cares? I mean, you know, the, the, the outcome, the score of the game, the dominance on the defensive side, regardless of the fact they gave up a lot of rushing yards, made no difference in this game whatsoever. And, uh, you know, those statistics are somewhat skewed because when Akers and some of those guys came in the game late, you know, the Dolphins were playing somewhat of a prevent defense and they were running out of those, out of those, uh, in those situations. So they were gaining good yardage. You know, they were getting five, six, seven yards of carry, but at that point in the game, it, it really didn't make all that much of a difference. So no, I really wasn't overly concerned. Early in the game, it was somewhat of a concern on the jet sweep where uh, Woods just walked into the end zone. I mean, yes. I felt that that was just, you know, horrible recognition on the defensive side. I mean, I don't watch the Rams every week, and I didn't sit in film rooms and watch them, but I can assure you that that wasn't the first time they've ran a jet sweep this year to Robert Woods or Cop or anybody. They do it often, and I mean, he just walked into the end zone. There was nobody around them for 10 yards. So that was a little bit disheartening. But, you know, they made up for it thereafter. You know, they just played an outstanding game collectively. Yes, no doubt about it. Um, now, you saw Grant's return. Uh, he now leads for the team in, in returns. Uh, he's had more than anybody else in franchise history. I personally, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I think he's the best return man in football, punt, kick, return-wise. He's just outstanding. He just has, he just makes cuts and makes moves. And, and you know, it's frustrating because I really want to see a little bit more of him implemented into the offense, and he just doesn't have a lot of opportunities, you know, yeah. and I think that he can be productive in that role. Um, you know, he shows it on his kick and punt returns. He does it consistently. He did it twice yesterday. Um, we talk about getting know, guys in space, and that's what you want to see. Oh, yeah. He's one of our dynamic players in regard to the offensive side of the football. And, um, you know, I, 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 I want to see more of him implemented. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but, you know, I'd love to see him get at least one or two jet sweeps a game, you know, run at it, you know, out of run formations, you know, with him coming in motion, you know, give him an opportunity, you know, and see, see where it goes from there, you know, throw some screens to him or, you know, some quick slants and see well, if he can I'd, I'd rather see that than this damn wildcat to keep forcing down our throat. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, uh, I'll tell you what, um, I'm, I'm tired of that already. I mean, I don't think we've had one successful play come from that. Now, they might be setting a team up for something, a pass or whatever, but, you know, listen, I – I'm I'm a, <laughs> I, I'm not big for gadget plays. I'm really not. I mean, I if 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 you're ahead in the game, and and things are going well, you don't have to get cute. And that a couple of those possessions, you know, it was frustrating to watch because nothing was pro- nothing productive came out of any of those plays. And and as you mentioned, Mike, over the course of the season, I haven't seen really much production from those type of plays. No, I'm um, not a big fan of the Wildcats. You know, what was it, fourth and one when they when they emptied the backfield and just had Gaskins back there and, and he got hit short of the first down? I mean, yeah. you know, you're you're not you're not giving the defense a lot to think about. I mean, you've got a, a running back back there with nobody around him, you know he's getting the football, I'd crash all eleven guys in on him, and that's basically what they did. Right. So, you know. Well, you know, they had uh Cox inactive for that game, so I'm sure that had something to do with it. But yeah. Um, I think I think later on they brought Wilkins in, didn't they? The block uh, down by the goal line, they yeah, did on that yeah. on the on the one yard touchdown run, which is which is fine. But you know you, you've got to have 
the threat of a pass or a threat of two are running the football uh, behind the quarter, behind the center. You know, you just have to, you can't just empty the backfield and have Gaskins back there. You're just telegraphing what you're going to do. You know, Gaskins isn't going to throw a pass. Right. It was a silly play and it wasn't necessary. Just get up, line up, you know, run the football and, uh, you know, Gaskins, he didn't have a big day yesterday, but he's good for a yard or two if you line up in a regular offensive formation and run the football. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah, I think they, they you know, I think they're afraid of maybe Donald blowing up the center, you know, the uh, offensive line and uh, messing up that, you know, handoff and, and causing a turnover or something like that. I think, you know, maybe that ran through their minds and they figured just direct snapping it was safer. But, uh, you know, I'm just guessing. I don't know what they were thinking. You know, a great play, Mike, would be with Tour in shotgun and Gaskins, and they and they direct snap to Gaskins with right. Tua in the backfield. I right. mean, we used to do it when we were kids, you know, when we needed short yardage, <laughs> and it always seemed to work. I mean, you know, it, it catches the defense. Right. They're not quite sure who has the ball. Right. It they, they catches them off guard. You just yep. snap the ball directly to Gaskins. You know, he could be up or whatever. I mean, listen, that's neither here nor there. We're getting a little sidetracked here. But, I, you know, the play calling in itself at times yesterday was frustrating. Um, you know, it wasn't like anything was working, really. And, um, and then we got cued on top of that, which made it even worse. So I think the offense, honestly, was just trying to get out of the game, you know? <laughs> Uh, get two of his snaps and a little bit of experience and get everybody out healthy. And, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, they accomplished it. I mean, if that was their goal, they accomplished it. So I was very excited about the defense. Uh, you know, I know they're not going to be able to run that zero coverage every week as often as they did uh, yesterday, but uh, it was fun to watch while they were able to do it. The problem with Goff was he, he is not athletic enough to, you know, escape it and get the ball down the field, whereas a guy like Murray could be able to do that. Right. Absolutely. I mean, the, the key, you know, the key going forward, you're mentioning Murray, is in fact uh, maybe getting pressure with the four guys and right. dropping a lot of guys in the coverage and maybe having a spy or two on Murray to where he can't get outside the pocket. Um, I, yeah, I don't think you're going to see a lot of man to man. They can do it, but like you mentioned, I mean, Murray can create a few extra seconds and get the ball down the field. And, um, you know, when you're trying to cover DeAndre Hopkins and Kirk next week, man to man, it's going to be a tough task if yeah, you have other, to try and cover him for ten seconds. The disadvantage to that is, you, you know, your your back is to the quarterback, so if he's running, you're you're not seeing it, and he's picking up yardage. Right. Yeah, they're they're going to have a completely different philosophy uh, next week because Goff is a pocket passer and yep. um, he's not a scrambler. Murray's the complete opposite. He's he's probably the best right now. Russell Wilson's not doing a lot of that anymore. Uh, when he first came up, he did, but yeah. now Mur- Murray's just. I think he's the best in regard to scrambling around and creating downfield. I mean, we know how running quarterbacks seem to tear us up. I mean, we've seen it with Allen. We've seen it with uh, the kid in Baltimore. Baltimore, you know, uh, Jackson. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit different though, Mike, yeah. um, in regard to, they have basically uh, designed running plays for them. Now I know the Cardinals do too, to an extent, but I'm talking more about on passing plays to where he scrambles around and then he just to throws extend. the ball down right. to extend the play. 
Um, Allen and, and Newton and guys like that, they have a lot of designed running plays to where they, they've killed us. There's no question about that. I'm sure Murray's going to do that, but I'm more concerned with the fact that he's going to scramble around and, and make plays. But let's get back to yesterday. You know, we'll talk about uh, Cardinals on Wednesday quite a bit, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Looking ahead. <laughs> no, well. Yesterday, well, you know, well, let, let me ask you this. Um, I know you didn't like the play calling, but you understand what they were trying to do, I'm sure. So my question to you is, how did you feel uh, Tua performed in his first start? When the game was a game, until it got a little bit out of hand, I wasn't overly pleased with what, with what was taking place. I mean, listen, when you look at the numbers at the end of the game and you see that we had a total of eight first downs, and I, I don't care what the circumstances. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, against San Francisco uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, we were dominant pretty much on both sides of the football. We were playing very good. We got a lot of pressure on uh, their quarterback. Uh, the defense was playing extremely well. They got turnovers, and the offense played well. And and that's what you want to see. Um, you know, when you come out of a football game, regardless of the circumstances, and you have 150 total yards of offense and eight first downs when the defense just continually, continually was giving you the football right back, uh, it's somewhat of a concern, you know, and I know what they were trying to do, but, um, you know, going forward, you know, we have to see a lot more production out of the offense because, you know, as we talked about on Wednesday of last week, you know, I feel that right now, as you watch week in and week out in the NFL, that this team is is definitely going to compete for a playoff spot. There's no question in my mind at this point. You look around the NFL and you see teams like Tennessee who got beat by Cincinnati yesterday. Um, you know, Kansas City played well yesterday, but you know, they played the Jets, but they've had some, you know, they've had some games where the Raiders beat them. There's nobody that's completely dominant. And in our division, you know, Buffalo and New England are showing a lot of weaknesses. So, and we've talked about that. So, this team can complete compete for a playoff spot and going forward the offense is going to have to play much better than they did yesterday um you know it reminded me a lot of the second half of the jet game mike but this was a complete game to where the offense was just you know eight first downs is just not going to cut it in any situation and um we were fortunate the defense just kept coming up with stops over and over again yep. so you know, let's just hope that, you know, it was in fact what you mentioned, you know, that they were kind of, um, you know, just easing him in. But I'll tell you what, this is the NFL, Mike, and, um, you know, there's no easy way about it. I mean, you know, we want to win football games right now. You know, the fan base is getting excited. I'm getting excited because, you know, I see a possible playoff berth, you know, to where, we're going to be involved in this in December, which we, you know, we, we never really get to talk about realistically. Um, you know, there's a possibility of winning a playoff game as you look around at the competition in the AFC. So, you know, I know that was a very long way to answer your question, but um, yeah, I, I have some concerns coming out of yesterday on the offensive side, um, you know, but hopefully, you know, next Sunday we don't see a lot of the same because they're going to have to score some points next week. 
you know, I, I personally, I think that, you know, that's my personal opinion. I think that, um, you know, Murray brings a different element and the offense is going to have to be much better than they were yesterday. There's no question about it if they plan on winning that football game. So what you're saying is our defense is going to give up points. I think that there's there's a challenge in Murray that we didn't have this week. Um, I think it played to our strengths. And, um, you know, we talked about this last week. Right. Um, whereas with Murray, you know, d- this team has a ton. I mean, Mike, a ton of speed. Uh, their third receiver, Isabella, um, it is is a speedster. DeAndre Hopkins and mm-hmm. Kirk are speedsters. Drake, we know all about him. You know what what element he, he brings. may not play. He, he he may not play, but Edmonds is very quick out of the backfield. I mean, Murray is just dynamic. I mean, this team is speed all over the place, and um, you know it, it's a different it's a different football team. I mean, Coop is you know he he's got some speed. Robert Woods is a very good receiver. It's not the same though, Mike. This is a completely different element yeah. we're going to go against. No, next I get week. it. So I do I do think they're going to give up some points, um, but I think they're at a point where they're not going to be horrible. Um, but the offense is going to have to uh, produce next week if they plan on winning that football game. Well, I think they know that. You know, uh, I really do. Uh, you know, but it just stands to reason that they would know that. I just think they were trying to settle him in, get mm-hmm. his feet wet a little bit, get him used to the speed of the uh, NFL, uh, you know, as opposed to college. And uh, I'm sure they'll build on what they did you know, yesterday, you know, this week as they go through practice and uh, we'll see a little bit more aggression from the offense. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I I hope they really do that. I mean, it was very basic, Mike. I will say that. Um, It was like vanilla ice cream basic. It was. It it was, you know, you're watching and you're like, okay, okay, okay. You know, it was a lot of the same for the four quarters. And um, as you mentioned, the gadget plays are just an element that, you know, I mean, come up with something better, you know, yeah, throw to the yeah. tight end for the love of God, throw a bubble screen, throw a screen to, to Gaskins or to, you know, or to Breida. I don't care who you throw it to just, you know, get that, that wildcat crap out of there right now. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's not, it's they're Mike, they're negative plays most of the time. Yeah, um, they are. They are. They, they really are. Do um, a flea flicker or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't care what they do, but you know, I'm in total agreement with you on that. I've seen enough of that crap yeah. already. Um, the, uh, you know, the, the defense, though, you know, individually, Mike, we'll go back to them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this, this kid, Van Van Ginkle, and, and you know, Roberts yesterday, some of the hits he, he made were just outstanding. He thumps and, people and does it wow. consistently. The thing is, he gets yes. hurt. <laughs> yeah, he does. And uh, I'll tell you, it was fun to watch Van Oy and, and Lawson and, and, of course, Ogbot. You know, he's been doing it every week. But yep. it was fun to see a lot of those guys involved. And then, you know, the interceptions. And, it's and contagious. The, it's contagious. Yeah, the, the, the corners just played. I mean, you mentioned um, Coop getting targeted 21 times. I mean, they only completed 11 of those. Right. And a lot of them were, you know, dink and dunk bullshit at the end of the games. You know, at the end of the game, I should say, the end of games. At the end of the game, um, you know, he, he, he tallied up quite a bit of yardage. When the game mattered, they were doing just an outstanding job on both of them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, listen, overall – 
the defense, I mean, my goodness, you know, Wilkins, I mean, it was just to a person, they all seemed to just, you know, really, they were just out there having a ton of fun and it's really, really fun to watch them coming together at this point. You know, it, it, Wilkins it's just great is so watch. enthusiastic and, uh, you know, he's, he's, a, he's aggressive. I, I love watching him play. Yep. You know, he was a first-round pick. He's a defensive tackle. They don't make a lot of headlines, but uh, unless you're Aaron Donald, which he isn't. But, uh, you know, he plays well, I think, for the most part. Um, it's a necessity, Mike. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have to have those type of players in the middle of your defense and offense. You know, you have to have them. You yeah. mentioned Flowers earlier. You know, the guards, the center, you know, the, and the two guards are key. Um, you know, on the offensive side of the football. And they've been, they haven't been spectacular, but they've been very, very good compared to what we saw out of Dieter and some of the guys last year. I mean, it's a, it's a major improvement. I agree. I mean, it's, they're not, they're not going to scare anybody for the toughest line in the league yet, but they're at least doing an adequate job. They're absolutely getting And Mike, you know, throw in the fact that the offensive line is not at full strength. Full strength right. at this point. I mean, we we've had Jackson out for three games now. Um, you know, once he comes back, it's going to strengthen our offensive line. And I'll tell you, you know, we're at four and three right now. You know, we lost our corner, uh, one of our starting cornerbacks, for three weeks earlier in the season. I know injuries are part of the game, but you know, the fact that we're four and three and we had an extremely tough schedule up to this point. If you look at it. Uh, there's there's wins there that we didn't expect them to have at this point. So yeah, two of them, the Rams and the 49ers. Yep, and and damn near came close to winning a couple of others. I mean, they're competing every single week. You know, it's not only the wins, Mike, but even in the losses. You know, yep. the New England game will throw out. You know, in yep. week one. Yep. Uh, you know, they were somewhat competitive in that, but it was a it was just a frustrating game. But you know, again, the Seattle Buffalo games, the other two losses were were nip and tuck going into the fourth quarter. So, you know, this team is not only winning football games, they're competing week in and week out. That's all you want to see out of this team right now. You know, you want to see that offense get, you know, get in a rhythm next week and going forward. And uh, boy, there's a lot of capability here if that starts to happen, you know? Yeah, it's going to happen. It's just a question of when. You know, you you got to give to a few moments to get his feet wet and get his timing down. You know, the guy hasn't played football in a year. I think that does matter. Right. You know, he needs a minute. And hopefully, you know, as, as he gets through next week, he'll start to get, you know, a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better, and then he'll be there. That's my hope. We'll have to see if it happens. Right. That's that's my hope, of course. It's every Dolphin's hope. You know, my, my concern is, you know, we're in the middle of a football season here and, you know, I don't I don't want to see growing pains <laughs> when we have we do have an option and I don't want to see losses in games that we really could have possibly won. So, you know, going forward, you know, we'll let's let's see what happens next week. You know, again, you know, this like you said, he got his feet wet. Uh, you know, we're in the middle of a football season here and you hate to be in this type of situation. It's what the coaching staff chose to do. It's what we have to live with. I just hope that, you know, the outcome does not affect, you know, the wins and losses when all is said and done, because we're in the middle of this thing right now. And, you know, I just don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to see the, the season go, 
you know, go down the tubes over, you know, over this situation. So let's well, just hope that the positive, you know, a lot of positives. You know, come there was a it. report that Adam Schefter uh, was told that uh, part of the reason they are playing him now is they want to give him a body of work so they can tell whether he is, in fact, their franchise quarterback. And mm -hmm. uh, if not, they feel like they are going to be in good position next year with the draft picks that they have to correct a mistake if, in, if in fact, they're making one. And that makes a lot of sense. So that's their plan. And uh, we got to hope that he's not a mistake because we'd sure rather use those picks on maybe a, an elite receiver, an elite linebacker, or, you know. Running back. Running back, sure. You know, somebody that's going to help make a difference, you know, uh, besides the quarterback. We hope this guy's it. We're that just going to have to be patient and watch. That makes a lot of sense. And it's funny because, you know, as we talked about the move, Mike, you know, none of us really thought on those terms. You know, it's interesting because, you know, as we, when they made the move over the last few podcasts, you know, we didn't take that into consideration that, you know what, you know, we have to evaluate this guy and see because we are going to be in a position with two number ones to possibly move up and, and get another quarterback if, in fact, um, you know, we, we, we do need one. And it, it's, an, it's an interesting concept. And, um, you know, it, it makes all the sense in the world. It really does. I just hope that, uh, you know, with the way the other two guys are playing, I mean, Burrow we didn't have an opportunity yet, but, uh, you know, Herbert was there. And, um, you know, he had another pretty solid game yesterday. He's making his rookie mistakes, but, you know, he looks like he's the real deal. And let's just hope that Tua does as well, you know, yep. going forward. That's all we can hope for. You That's know, it. We, we don't want to waste an, <laughs> Lord knows, we don't want to waste another draft pick on another doggone quarterback, you know? I mean, you know, you see this team, Mike, where they're at right now. And I'll tell you, they're, they're a couple of pieces away on on both sides of the football. I mean, honestly, they really are. They've got a number of early draft picks next year to help address those pieces. So and free agency. Yeah. You, know. you feel well, free agency we're gonna have to see because of the uh lost revenue this year. Right, right. We'll have to see exactly what they have. I think right now they're in a position to roughly have of a thirty million. So we'll see. That's not bad, Mike. No, it's not. That's not bad. You know, we, we – uh, go ahead. What were you going to say? And then I'll well, – I was just going to say it's enough to get a couple of players anyway. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, listen. This team is not in any position like they were last year. Um, you know, it, as you're looking at the defense, I mean, a couple of holes. Um, you know, on the offensive side, the offensive line, it looks like we've got – you know, we've got two solid guys out of this draft. Uh, you know, in Hunt and Jackson, uh, you know, across that offensive line. Flowers is going to be here. Don't forget uh, um, Kenley. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you listen, you've got a lot, a lot of talent on this team right now going forward. And as I said, there's depth now. You've got a little bit of depth. And you're looking at a draft next year with, you know, what do we have two second rounders next yes, year as well? Yes, we do. We have so, Houston's. Right, we have Houston. So we have four early picks next year. I mean, that's fantastic. Um, you know, I mean, when you look at it, you add four solid football players to this team. Boy, I'll tell you what, you know, maybe a free agent or two. And uh, yeah, you know, if you like the way they're playing now. <laughs> exactly, right. And, and they're going to improve over the course of this year as well. You know, one other thing, Mike, you know, I think 
we hit on a lot of the defensive guys and how they played yesterday. Um, you know, Grant has just been absolutely outstanding. Um, we talked about him. But again, the special teams, you know, Grant being part of that, it's just such a big element. You know, it's it's a, it's something that the people overlook. have and, been phenomenal. Um, oh, just outstanding punting yesterday. Sanders, you know, has been just outstanding. I mean, he only had four extra points to kick But he made them. Yesterday, but he made them. Right? But he made them. I'm watched- seeing a lot missed. I watched three guys miss extra points yesterday. I mean, it, it's 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 very very it's it's a great thing. You you could just see that they're very solid at every turn on this team. You know, the coaching's doing well. They're very disciplined. Not a lot of penalties yesterday. That's you know the turnovers. You know were a little bit you know frustrating yesterday, um, but you know we overcame them. You know we, we created quite a few on our end. You always want to be ahead of the game. In yeah, you're going to have that. turnovers from time to time. I, I just you know I wish that Williams would concentrate a little better when the ball's coming his way because he does have a tendency to drop passes, and I think he's got to outgrow that. And the other thing is, is has anybody put out an APP on Mike Kosicki? <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, you know, Mike. The past you know, month, all, he's gone. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned it because I, you know, I get on Gasicki all the time. I mean, this guy. We haven't seen him, like I said, since he caught that long pass about a month ago. You know, one catch for eight. We saw him drop a ball yesterday, right? It 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 was a tough play, but not but catch. No, I should say he didn't really drop it. He just didn't catch it. No, the guy, the guy, the defender was there, but that's part of the problem. The defender's there. Yep. You know, it, it creates separation. You know, make a little, you know, and th- that's the problem I have with Kaseki right now is the fact that, you know, when you're man to man on that sideline, I mean, come on, you know, get, beat your guy, you know, do a little juke step, step slow down, and then just pick up the pace and, and get some separation. If he had separation on that play, he makes that play. But the defender was able to get his arm in there and knock the ball loose because he had it in his hands. Um, you know, I mean, and and that was really, Mike, one of what, two times he got targeted yesterday? I mean, nobody got targeted an awful lot. I well, mean, yes, there wasn't a lot of plays run. So There wasn't a lot of plays run. They weren't. They, I mean, eight first downs. I mean, you know, we've had drives this year that had eight first downs involved. <laughs> and, you know, that's what we had over the course of the whole game yesterday. So, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's tough to evaluate. But listen, this is this was to his first game. I mean, Gasicki's been gone even with Fitzpatrick in over the last month or so. So, you know, it it's it's kind of, uh, you know, we, we he was showing a lot of promise Early on, he had a couple of really solid games, but um, boy, I'll tell you what, you know, right now we're at seven games into the season and, you know, he's had two decent out of seven. That's not a very good percentage. So, um, you know, at some point, you know, they've got to get him involved. And Mike, I honestly, I don't know what the situation is. I really don't because a big, strong guy like that, that has a lot of athletic ability, he should be catching five, six balls a game consistently. Agreed. And I don't care if they're six, seven-yard completions. It doesn't matter. You know, move the chains. Go down the field. Do a little curl route. Do a little in-out. Do a little out route. Whatever you have to do 
they and and I don't know if it's the coaching staff seeing things in practice to where you know what I don't think these are going to be successful play. I don't know what the situation is, but it right seems now, like they've started to uh, throw to uh, Shaheen more. Right, Shaheen and and Gaskins gets targeted yeah. quite a bit, you know, as a check down, but. You know, I always felt that the tight end should always be in the middle of the field somewhere as a check down as well if you don't have him doing a fly pattern or, you know, doing a long, you know, doing a long slant down the middle of the field, whatever the case may be. Well, hopefully they find him. Yep, I hope so. I really do. I mean, we're halfway through the season and right now I give him a, uh, you know, probably a D for the first half, Mike. I mean, you know, he's just, you know, he's, he's just not there. He's not a factor. You know, yeah. he's, he's been a factor in one game, which I think we lost. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, well, we, Williams has got to step it up as well. Yeah, like he does. He's got to catch the ball. That's all. I mean, I think he's getting a little bit of separation. At least it seemed like it yesterday. But uh, part of that, you know, you got to concentrate and catch that ball. So we'll see how it goes for him. And uh, Parker, you know, didn't get a lot of opportunities yesterday. So hopefully uh, Tua can get Parker involved and uh, good things will probably happen. Yep. One catch. And that was a big, big one. Yep. It was a, it was a necessary one at the time. I mean, you had to come out of that drive with a touchdown. And we did. Um, you know, the trade deadline is tomorrow, Mike. Yes. Um, I wanted to touch on that before we- uh, Who are you trading for? Before we went off. Uh, I was going to ask you. I mean, I have not read any of the articles or anything, so I don't know if there's any rumors out there. I wanted to ask no, you there about isn't. that. There's nothing. Nothing um, that I've heard that, you know, didn't come through this morning. Uh, right. Know, maybe something in the last few hours. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I if there was a team out there- that needed a running back, um, you know, due to injuries, I could see them possibly moving Jordan Howard um, if somebody, in fact, wanted him. Because, I mean, he's he's not even active on Sundays now no. at this point. Um, you know, boy, is that guy just falling off the radar. We don't even talk about him. We don't even think about him at this point. There's um, nothing to talk about. <laughs> nope, nothing to talk about. Um, you know, past him – you know, I don't see them really doing anything, um, even trading for somebody. I know, you know, we mentioned that we have four early draft picks next year. I mean, is there somebody out there that you think is going to bring an element to our football team going forward that that's worth trading for at this point? There were a lot of trades already. You know, some of the teams have made trades already. Uh, the Jets did and I know San Francisco did and a few yeah, other Yeah, the Jets teams. are just acquiring draft picks. Um you know, and that's that's a way to go about it. We saw it when we did it. Uh, but, uh, no, I, I don't think I would be giving up draft capital, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. As you look around, I don't I don't see it either. I mean, A.J. AJ Green and some of the receivers they're saying are going to be available. But, you know, at this point, I don't think A.J. Green is going to bring anything more to you than Preston Williams. Exactly. Uh, does, you know, on the opposite side of Parker, I, you know, and – and Williams is very young. I mean, why you know why even bother at this yeah, point? No, I agree. I, I, there's just nothing out there that that jumps at me that says, "Hey, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and send a third round pick or a second round pick." I don't want to do that. I'd rather keep the picks and get get young guys on rookie contracts, and uh, we'll be better off in the long run. Absolutely. So I do want to end the show on this note. Um, over the last sixteen games, your Dolphins are nine and seven. Pretty good. Yeah. I don't think most people realize that. So 
you know, they are almost where we want them to be. Maybe they can get there through a couple more solid efforts. A couple more wins. And I'll tell you what, teams are taking notice. You know, I watch the, uh, you know, the pregame shows on the NFL network and uh, some of the other networks. And, uh, you know, they're they're starting to get some record. Yesterday, Michael Irvin, I think, was the only one that picked the Dolphins to win this football game, which is pretty funny. Everybody else was taking the Rams. And uh, I'll tell you what, they smacked them in the face. I mean, this was a game where they just absolutely dominated them on the defensive side. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know. Yeah, it, there was an article this morning from ESPN that said, these Dolphins are good. Yeah. They are, you know, they're, they're starting to get a little bit of recognition and that, it, you know, the respect and, and it comes with wins and it comes with competing week in and week out team. We're not, it, it, the problem with that, Mike, is that we're not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. I think the Rams were in shock yesterday <laughs> to an extent. I think we shocked the 49ers. So team and I, the bills obviously dealt with us already. So they're, they're aware of what type of football team we are because we gave them fits the first time we played them. So we're not going to sneak up on anybody at this point. So they've got to step up their game. You know, it's not going to be as easy in the second half, maybe, as it was in the first half. Teams are going to be prepared to play us. Well, that, and I think we're going to have some tougher competition. We play the Chiefs, you know, and it's a tougher schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, you're going to play the Chargers and that young quarterback, so... Yeah, winnable game. Denver, winnable Denver. game. I mean, well, they're, yeah, they're all winnable, but they're winnable for both teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're 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 pick 'em games as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah not, look, not the Chiefs, but the other two teams. Right. You look at the, um, you know, you look at our schedule, and um, it's interesting. It's interesting. You know, as you look at it, and you're seeing, the, you know, the team that the teams that we are beating, you know, you're thinking to yourself, wow. There's there's some really really interesting games on this schedule going forward. That uh, you know, the Arizona game this coming week, and then after that you got the Chargers in Denver, and mm-hmm. then the Jets. I mean, you can go on a nice little run here if you can get by the Cardinals this week. Well, I think you know a lot of that's going to have to do with what happens behind center. Yep, absolutely, no question about it. Um, no question about it. You know, got Cincinnati after the Jets, too. Yep. I'm looking at the schedule right now, Mike. I mean, listen, all of these games, you know, uh, they're winnable. Yep. That's all I can say. They're winnable. So we'll see what happens. All right, Lewis. We'll be back Wednesday to uh, talk about the Cardinals in a little more detail. Sounds good. Thanks for uh, joining me this afternoon. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, fins up, everyone. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.